Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. An Air Force four-star general makes all pronouns transgenderized. Joe Biden cannot force doctors to do transgender surgery. And we interview Commissioner Jay Block from New Mexico. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. An Air Force four-star general is now enforcing a policy that makes all written pronouns transgender. Washington Beacon reports that the four-star general over the Pacific Air Forces, General Kenneth S. Wilsbach, is enforcing a ban on written pronouns like he or she cannot be written by any service members, especially commanders under his Pacific Air Forces command. A division of PACAF, the branch tasked with confronting China, has ordered its senior leaders and Air Force commanders to stop using gender pronouns in written formats. For example, he and she are now illegal, saying they're shifting to more neutral language that will help improve the transgenderization of the military. They say that helps their lethality, but is it just wokeism? A May email sent out to senior leaders and commanders said the following, quote, in accordance with the diverse PACAF priority, we must embrace, promote, and unleash the potential of diversity and inclusion, end quote. Leaders at the base are instructed, do not use pronouns, age, race, etc., when writing performance reviews or other materials, such as recommendations for awards. It continues, quote, competition against near peer adversaries requires a united focus from the command, the joint team, and our international partners. So the Japanese have to do this too welcoming and employing varied perspectives from a foundation of mutual respect will improve our interoperability, efficiency, creativity, and lethality, end quote. But is using transgender pronouns really helping us fight and win wars? The policy comes out of a larger effort by the Biden administration and the entire US military to foster what it says is a more culturally sensitive environment. One spokesman for the Anderson Air Force Base in Guam confirmed the authenticity of the email, telling Free Beacon that the Air Force is shifting, quote, to a narrative writing format for awards and performance reports, end quote. The ban on pronouns, age, and other written descriptions is, quote, intended to eliminate any information that could identify the nominee's name, gender, age, race, so that all members have a fair and equal chance of winning. And here now is a list of unauthorized examples of bad pronouns Air Force can no longer say. Quote, 
he or she did, best male or female, youngest or oldest, and Sergeant Murray? You can't say Sergeant Murray anymore because someone might guess that he's a man. Here are some authorized examples. This sergeant, or NCO, and this member, end quote. That's the news according to the Washington Beacon and our thanks to them for this report. This is just, honestly, it's a spirit of antichrist. Jesus said God made them male and female from the beginning. And now when we don't acknowledge the strong gender differences in the name of inclusion, we're gonna make everybody transgender in the military, this is antichrist. The Bible says this in 2 Thessalonians 2, and for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they will believe the lie. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray against the lies that are now being forced upon the troops. And instead, Father, we pray that truth will prevail, that the Biden transgender policies will stop, that the military will be restored to a position of actual strength based on truth and honor and integrity. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, a court says Biden cannot force doctors to do transgender surgeries. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't wanna participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events, and finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets we're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis, then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office, and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please, protect religious freedom, don't purge the Christians out of the military, here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free 
religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God. Press option three, take action today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Christian Post, who reports a court decision saying that Joe Biden cannot force doctors to engage in transgender surgeries. The federal appeals court has blocked the implementation of a Department of Health and Human Services rule requiring medical facilities to provide gender transition surgeries and also abortions and health insurers to cover them even if they hold religious objections like Catholic hospitals to either procure uh, any of these things. A three judge panel for the Fifth Circuit released a unanimous decision last Friday. In the case of Franciscan Alliance versus Xavier Becerra, upholding a lower court's permanent injunction against the HHS mandate. In March, Biden's HHS issued threatening guidance declaring that federally funded covered entities restricting an individual's ability to receive medical, medically necessary care, including gender affirming surgeries from their healthcare provider solely on the basis of their sex assigned at birth, likely violates section 1557 of the Affordable Care Act. Who knew that Obamacare would be reinterpreted as requiring doctors, including Catholic doctors, to mutilate people's bodies when they need these, something to fix their mental illness? Plaintiffs contended that the HHS mandate violated the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Circuit Judge Don Willett, appointed to the bench by former President Donald Trump, agreed with the plaintiffs. He concluded that after a thorough debate over the matter, quote, it has become clearer that the Franciscan Alliance RIFRA claim, Religious Freedom Restoration Act claim, is not moot. Rejecting the argument made by HHS that the plaintiffs, Willett wrote the following, quote, just months ago, HHS issued the 2022 notice which warned covered entities like the Franciscan Alliance, Catholic hospitals basically, that refusing to offer gender reassignment surgeries somehow violates the law, section 1557. HHS has also repeatedly refused to disavow enforcement against the Franciscan Alliance. In its brief on appeal, HHS simply says that it is not to date yet evaluated whether that section against the Franciscan Alliance will be enforced. In other words, it concedes that it may be enforced. It'll be referred to by the gender on their birth certificate will be referenced in the same fashion. Students who are found participating in lifestyles will likely be asked to leave the school immediately. The panel also dismissed the claim that somehow it had violated the Administrative Procedures Act and Willett wrote that the appeals court and the APA claim is now moot. Since the parts of the mandate that went against the act had already been stuck in an earlier ruling. In comes the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty. Christian attorneys, including counsel Joseph Davis called it as follows, quote, a major victory for conscience rights and compassionate medical care in America. And that's the news. Our thanks to Christian Post again, this is the Biden administration's twisting of old federal laws that, that somehow require that we reinterpret sex as now it's transgenderized. 
Well, that goes against the Bible. In Deuteronomy 23, he that hath his wound, is wounded at his stones or hath his privy member cut off shall not be entering the congregation of the Lord. We discern the spirit of God on those Catholic hospitals who say no and the doctors. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I interview an old Air Force buddy, Jay Block, commissioner from New Mexico. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We're here at the Truth Summit, which is led by Mike Lindell. I'm in Springfield, Missouri today, and I ran into an old Air Force buddy. Jay Block is a county commissioner from Albuquerque. Talk about your elected office. Yeah, yes, it's, it's, first of all, it's good to see you again. It's, it was an honor to serve with you. Yes. And, uh, the 91st Missile Wing. Yes. Minot Air Force Base, North Dakota. And um, I retired from the Air Force in 2016. Um, Kirtland Air Force Base, New Mexico. You had a successful career. You made 06. 05. 05. Yep. 05. All right. So he's not that successful. Not that but, successful. But he had a great uh, political re- resurgence. How did that happen? So when I retired in, in 2016, I decided I wanted to serve my community in a different way through public service. Because, you know, as officers, we can't get very political. No. That's, you, know, you know that. It, you know, protesting in uniform as a Navy chaplain. It's not going to get me promoted. In fact, you got me fired. So yeah. you tell me. So I ended up um, uh, running for county commissioner up there outside of Albuquerque in Sandoval County. I live in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. A Republican never won the seat before, and I was told nobody knows you. You're not from here. Uh, you're going to be outraised. Everyone loves the incumbent Democrat. You ran in a blue district. Very blue district. As, as a Republican, as a Republican you, beat, you won anyway. I won anyway in 2016. Um, 
turned Sandoval County Republican for the first time. Wow. And then that you and Donald Trump, I think. Me and Donald Trump. <laughs> that first term, um, I sponsored some conservative legislation. Um, I sponsored the first ever right to work ordinance at the county level in the state of New Mexico. We got it done in 10 counties, uh, Republicans and Democrats coming together before, uh, before Santa, Fe, Santa Fe killed it. Um, I sponsored um, a Second Amendment sanctuary, uh, sanctuary County, uh, which was important because they were passing all these red flag laws yeah. up in New Mexico. So you're pro-gun, pro-family, pro-Jesus, very, very uh, conservative legislator. Yes, uh, conservative Republican. And then when I won re-election in 2020, um, we had to shut down from our real leftist Marxist governor who shut the state down and we lost you know, we're seeing what uh, we're going through a lot now. We're, over 1,000 restaurants were gone. 40% of the small businesses were gone. Uh, our schools were shut down for almost longer than anybody. We were uh, in masks. I wasn't. Uh, in, you know, forced masks on people, forced vaccines on state workers. Yeah. And uh, so well, the I, county health department had a lot of issues during COVID, right? Did you, did your, as a commissioner, did you oversee some of those? The county health, well, we don't have a county health department. Well, we, you're talking about county, they do, yeah. Yeah, we don't have that okay. up there uh, in Sandoval County, New Mexico. But we push back. You know, I push back on the um, resolution to say, hey, we want our small businesses to be open, just like big businesses or out-of-state businesses who come to New Mexico, like the film industry, to work. Yeah. And we as New Mexicans were allowed to work. You know, we were called non-essential. So I really did not like how the governor was treating uh, the people of New Mexico. So I decided, you know what, as a retired uh, Air Force officer, combat in Afghanistan, did well, did well in private industry, I'm an elected official with a good conservative record, I want to change New Mexico. So I ran for governor, I announced in April of 2021, and in February of 2022 I won the state convention, but I just lost the primary, uh, unfortunately, uh, pretty badly to basically uh, Guy, our nominee, he's, he's a weatherman. He was the nominee for U.S. Senate in 2020 and lost. Uh, now he's our nominee now. So, so let me translate what just happened. What, what Jay's saying is there are there's a divide within the Republican Party, and it's not just in New Mexico, but in Colorado, maybe in your state, where the Republicans are divided into conservative grassroots candidates who can win at caucus and assembly, your convention, you won as the, the, the choice of the people at convention. Yeah, I was not the establishment candidate. But then there's another Republican party, that the establishment party, they don't win the popular uh, grassroots support, instead they have big money. And they're funded by outside establishment, a lot of corporations, the Koch brothers, for example, uh, they will fund the establishment Republicans who can win the primary even if they lost it at the convention. How do they win the primary? They win by paying for commercials even if they don't have a lot of volunteers. They have so much money that they can get television airtime. In your case, now the nominee of the Republican Party, because the other guy won the primary, he's a weatherman who was famous on television. Yeah, he's been doing the weather for 20 years, uh, which is fine. It's a good career, uh, but he doesn't have any, you know, um, private industry experience creating jobs, no military experience. Not that you have to have that, but it makes you a little more, I felt, running for governor made me more well-rounded to be a better um, governor. So we'll see what happens, but you're exactly right. Um, the Republican Party in New Mexico, like other states, we're very divided, very, very divided, and uh, we're having a hard time coming together. 
And I think the Democrats have some divisions in theirs too, because we have conservative Democrats in New Mexico that, you know, they're they're not happy with the governor. But getting them to pull that lever for the ER is very, very difficult because you're seeing a massive Hispanic shift to the Republican Party That's in, right. in states like Texas and Arizona. And in New Mexico, we're, we're lagging behind. They are conservative, but they still pull that lever for a D. And that's some of the challenges that uh, our Republican candidates have to overcome. So there's a, there's a good chance the Democrat governor will be reelected or will win that race this time around. Well, we also have a third-party libertarian now running who left the Republican Party and became a libertarian. So she's, and that siphons she's, votes she's away from the Republican. Effectively, you're, you think you're, they're throwing away their votes uh, and giving the Democrat the advantage? You would think a libertarian would pull more conservative Republican votes yeah. than more Democrat votes. So I, I would probably agree with this. It splits in three ways. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So you had uh, an interesting stat. Why did you come to the Election Integrity Conference where Mike Lindell was hosting? Was there ballot fraud in New Mexico? So in the June 2022 primary, um, the reason I was only one of two county commissioners in the entire state to vote against the election, certifying the election, was not because of ballot fraud. I voted, and you know this as you and I as nuclear officers, it's a very strict process. Perfection is the standard. And when you look at the state statutes in New Mexico, how the election systems must be certified as a whole election system, it did not meet that, that intent. It did not meet by the letter of the law like a demand response checklist that you and I had as missile launch officers, that's what I had my hat on, was the certification process that was not followed uh, all the way. Uh, I didn't have enough information about any fraud or anything like that. The information I had was basically looking at the certification of the vendors, the software, and the various systems in the, in the election system. We're talking everything from Dominion machines, to the uh, election management system, to the e-poll books, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. That was the problem for me because it was not certified in accordance with the law, and I could not roughly, I could not in good judgment say, yes, I certified that election. In fact, uh, many people know this, this is the second straight election I have not certified. We certified municipal elections as a county commissioner, as you know. Yeah. And one elect, one village in our county, Emma Springs, the clerk, failed to comply with state statute on two things for the election. I was the only commissioner to vote no because it did comply with the state statutes. And then what we're told as county commissioners was it doesn't really matter if you certify or not because it's just a ministerial duty. So, but when you see what happened. Uh, in New Mexico, when the Secretary of State and the Attorney General came down and said, we're going to put you in jail unless you certify that election. And, um, you know, um, some commissioners switched their vote, but there's two of us that did not. You, you took a risk there, and not just a political risk, but uh, maybe a legal risk. And, and thank you for having the courage to vote your convictions. If you don't think something is uh, certified, you should vote no. So you held your ground on that. Jay Block, it's, it's great to be reacquainted with you. Tell our visitors uh, your website. How can people learn more? Well, my website's gone because the, ele the election's over. Facebook, email, but, um, what do you want them to do? I'm on Twitter at uh, elect uh, J-C-Block, J-A-Y-C-Block. 
Same thing with Facebook, JC Block, and um, you can go to sandovalcounty.gov to see my bio and, and email me if you need anything. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone out there watching. Keep up the fight. We are going to take this country back in November of 2022 and in November 2024. But we need everybody to get motivated and actually get up out of your seats and away from your keyboards and go knock doors, make phone calls, donate money to candidates, and make sure you're supporting the right candidates that believe in our Constitution. This is Jay Block, and I'm Dr. Chaps. We'll be right back. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. Prayinjesusname.org is our website, or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and for supporting us at PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 16, every man shall give as he is able according to the blessing of the Lord your God which he has given to you. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org or call us toll free for prayer at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons? We've created a 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the apostle Paul discern the spirits? 
What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? We're offering a discount today while supplies last. It used to be $99. Now it's just a suggested donation of $50. You get the entire four disc set and you learn how to discern the Holy Spirit, angels and demons, every mention in the Bible. Call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website or write to the address on your screen. You can learn to discern the spirits. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Thank you.